The following is a presentation of the Miracle League Sports Network. Welcome back, everyone, to Baseball Brain, the Miracle League Emerging County Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Milo, alongside Dan Sweck and Dustin Rhodes. Our guest for this episode is from Ability Tech. So thank you for joining us, Sutton, and um, we're excited to have you. Thank you for inviting me. It's an honor to be here. I've watched a couple of your shows already. <laughs> they're, they're sometimes epic. Yeah. <laughs> they've never been epic. I'd like to I say that. But, um. So, Harrison, we've had an interesting week, haven't we? So, yes, we have. A lot, lot to talk about about Miracle League. We have an interesting uh, topic today, right? We're going to be discussing the Hall of Fame ballot and who we think should get into the Hall of Fame. But before we talk about the Hall of Fame, maybe uh, do you have some questions you want to want to ask Dustin about him and his business and, uh, so, and what he do- what he's done to help support Miracle League? So um, I was told that you were a vendor at the Miracle League National All-Star event. How did you connect through and how did you find out about Miracle League to be a vendor during the All-Star game? So my son... Uh, he plays on our local Miracle League here in uh, Sioux City, and he's been playing since we were uh, the Miracle League came here. It's about five or six years now, and I own a business that builds adaptive technology for people with disabilities. And with just our connections with playing with the Miracle League, we kind of got invited to be a sponsor for National All-Star Game this year. Uh, so that's kind of how we ended up there. You have a really interesting device that you were able to share with us while we were down in Houston. Uh, I was super excited when I, and uh, I think you knew how excited I was, uh, the way I was, where I was acting and uh, very excited to say that we bought one. Uh, you saw, we, we purchased one. I'm sure we will be buying a couple more too, but do you mind uh, telling us what the device is, how you, how you came up with it and, and what you've done to, to produce it and send it to other Miracle Leagues? Yeah, so uh, we made the switch hitter. Um, unfortunately, I don't have one to show, but we invented a device called the switch hitter. And how it came about is um, my son plays on the Miracle League, and I have always had to hold the bat and swing it for him because um, he's unable to do that. So one year we were like, well, he's got to be able to do it more independently and enjoy baseball more on his own. So what we did was we hit the drawing board. We came up with the current um, kind of design. And what it does is it allows him to push a button or a switch and it um, activates the switch hitter and swings a baseball bat um, that can then hit the ball off of a tee. So he can do that part all on his own. And the only thing he needs help with is uh, uh, push being pushed around the bases. Um, so it, it was mainly all about making him more independent um, at first. And then our Miracle League fell in love with it, kind of started spreading the word. Uh, and it just kind of caught on like wildfire to everybody. Um, Miracle League, other Miracle Leagues, um, just like yours, love the idea, but we've actually even sold them outside of the Miracle League, so people oh, wow. like it for their uh, 
uh, siblings to be able to interact with each other from some stories we've heard back. So it was a really great uh, product design. Um, how many have you actually sold to, to other Miracle Leagues? I know we, we purchased one. Um, how many does Sioux City use? How many, how many are you sending around all over the country? So we've sold uh, about 26 of them so far um, in 19 different states, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, so locally, we have three players that use them. And I think we're having a new player come on this year that may need one. So we may have four locally. That's fantastic. We're actually going to be looking for a sponsor for ours. (laughs) Oh, nice. Maybe like in sponsor for each one that, um, you know, we'll obviously have this one here to kind of show off. And hopefully um, it'll, we we can uh, through that get some more sponsors to get us to buy more for other, uh, other players in our league uh, that may need it. Um, But it's just, I mean, it's the coolest thing really, really appreciate what you do designing, building these things, because it's just like you said, it's giving, it's giving our kids a little bit more independence to, to do things and just show up and participate and be involved. And um, when we saw it in action uh, down in Houston in November, I just, I knew we had to go out and get one. So uh, we can't wait to see it, uh, to see it arrive. I know, I know it takes a little time, but uh, we can't wait to see that, that arrive. Um, how long you've been involved with, uh, the Sioux City Miracle League for five, six years now, you said? Yep. That's, that's great. Uh, for those that don't, you know, that are not familiar who, you know, don't know much about Miracle League of Sioux City, uh, how big is that league? How many kids are in that league? And, and what is, what are some of the things that you've seen from your experience being a, being a parent, you know, of, of a Miracle League? You know, it's. I believe, I don't know the exact numbers, um, but I, I know, I believe last year was our biggest year and we had, um, I want to say right around or a little over a hundred um, athletes signed up. And I'll tell you from just on a parent side of it, it's hard to explain kind of like what the Miracle League is or does for parents be, unless you kind of show up and see it in action because you know, even though there's no real score or real rules, you know, the way those individuals come together and interact and just the excitement that they have with it is just, you, you just can't describe what it does. I often say the same thing. It's hard to put into words. You kind of just have to show up and see it for yourself to, uh, to, to really get what it is. How does the the device that you the switcher work? So how it works is it's it's actually battery powered. Um, it just works off of a regular twenty volt uh, Dewalt battery that we designed it to. Um, but depending on the individual, so for my son, for example, he uses switches with his head. Um, so he hits a button with his head and it will activate it um, and it just releases a bat and swings around. Um, but there's other people that use their their hands or their feet to activate it. So it's it's all custom to the, the user. How did you come up with this idea? So the idea started with my son. Um, 
So he plays on the Miracle League. Uh, I personally had to hold the bat, swing the bat for him, uh, hand over hand. And I just, over the years, just said that he needs to be able to do this on his own uh, with his peers. So we hit the drawing board and came up with the switch hitter. That's cool. Um, so, Harrison, do you think this is something that you would like to try, perhaps, even? Because we do have the one that I, we purchased. I would try it because I think, I mean, obviously we have the volunteers, but I think the more we can make the kids not lie on the volunteers is better. Because Look, you make a great point, and. Uh, we want, you know, Dustin said it too. We want you guys to have as much independence as possible. So I just think this thing is, is super cool. And obviously with the, uh, with our own little technology here, we'll, we'll be sharing pictures and, and some of the video of what it looks like uh, so that everybody that's what that ends up watching this podcast, this video podcast, will see it. But I'm so excited for, uh, for it to be a part of our, uh, our spring 2022 season. Coming up April 2nd. April 2nd. Coming fast. Yeah, so, it's going to be here before you know it. It's going to be here before you know it. Harrison, we have a, we have a conversation to be had here. So I, I was reminded by your mother as we're going to talk here about the this year's Hall of Fame ballot, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame ballot, that your, your grandpa is still on the ballot for the Baseball Writers Hall of Fame. Dustin, if you didn't, uh, you probably don't know. Harrison's grandfather uh, was Marty Noble. He was a, oh, wow. a sports writer uh, for Major League Baseball. He worked for the Bergen Record, North Jersey, and a number of other publications, MLB.com towards the end. Um, he was a beat writer for the New York Mets. Uh, has all of these great articles uh, that are archived and, and just really awesome stuff. Um so I had to throw that out there. I, it, mom, mom made me swear that I would, I would mention uh, that he's, he's there since you were not going to do it. But uh, we definitely got to get him. We got to get Marty Noble into the Hall of Fame. Let's let's talk a little bit about this uh, this ballot. Dustin, definitely chime in too with some of your thoughts. But I think the biggest thing, obviously, is everybody's talking about uh, Mr. Barry Bonds. It's his last year. It's Roger Clemens' last year. Right now, it looks like they're going to have enough votes to get in from some of the early uh, preliminary returns for the open ballots, the people that choose to share their ballot. So what do you guys think? Harrison, Dustin, do these guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? My mom just said quietly, not very much, but (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, I think that all the people that you mentioned, mine is the last one. They're all the people that I know. So on my standpoint, I think they should get in. <laughs> well, do you think, do you think it was really what, what, what Barry Bonds did, what Roger Clemens did, was that cheating? And does that, does it really affect what their records were? I mean, you, you look at Barry Bonds, he was a three-time MVP before he started, um, using performance enhancers. I mean, the guy basically had a Hall of Fame career the first half of his year before he even started doing that stuff. I agree. D- does I, you think you're a big baseball guy that you're involved with Miracle League? And- oh, it's, 
it's kind of funny because I've never anything into baseball until started with the Miracle League and kind of found out how far out of touch I was. <laughs> um, but kind of like how you like you said, you know, it that's with Barry Bonds. On my personal opinion, that's where it's kind of like you're on the fence with it is because he was a good player in the beginning until the whole sports enhancement drug thing. You got to look at him before and and after, but also you look at other athletes that kind of did the same thing and had a title strip too. So it's one of those where it's kind of on the fence. I think a lot of people were on the fence for a long time. You look at you look at who's in. I'm looking at John Morosi's ballot here from MLB.com. He picked Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Mark Burley from the White Sox. Eh, you know, really good career, um, but I don't know about that. Andrew Jones, who really dropped off after the first nine or ten years where he was great. And then you have a couple of guys that were connected to the Phillies, you know, local guys here. We got Scott Rowland, Jimmy Rollins, Kurt Schilling, all guys that I would say are not Hall of Famers. But if he's selecting those guys, he's definitely got to take a guy like Clemens and Bonds, who were just otherworldly before they, like I said, before they even they did PEDs. Harrison, taking a look at that, like who's who's the one guy on this list that you think is a definite without having having anything to do with steroids. Probably A Rod and Kurt Chilling. Kurt Chilling, I just don't like personally. <laughs> <laughs> I still like him, but no, I, I shouldn't. You can't, you can't base these things on who you like and who you don't like. I, I love Scott Rowland. I thought he was, you know, he was a guy that was playing third base for the Phillies when I was in high school, and. I would love to see him get in. I just don't. If a guy like him gets in, a guy like uh, Don Mattingly should get in, who never got in. And you guys, and there's Gary Sheffield, Andy Pettit, Justin Morneau from the Twins, Tory Hunter from the Twins. A lot of guys. There are a lot of guys on this list that you look at that are like these guys that we we all remember the recent years. They, you know, they were really good for their time, but they're, they're not like epically good. It's not, it's not a no-brainer like the last couple of years. Mariano Rivera, Derek Jeter, like you knew those guys were going in right away. Ken Griffey Jr. After Bonds and Clemens, it really, there's no no-brainers here. Believe it or not, I, I, I do have Don Mattingly's rookie card. How much do you want for it? I'm, I'm, willing, to, I'm willing to negotiate here. I shouldn't mention that. <laughs> it, uh, I, I would pay a pretty penny for a Don Mattingly rookie card, but I would never that to you. I would never take a card away from you, buddy. <laughs> I was watching a video of Derek Dito's reaction to when he got that call, saying he's in the Hall of Fame, and he was jumping up and down. I think that all those people need that experience. I'm not gonna lie, when I when you text me that, I thought I thought you meant I thought you were saying we need to discuss who should win the Miracle League um, Hall of Fame, but I was like, I don't know. 
Oh, we can definitely have that discussion one day. That that will be a heated debate, the Miracle League Hall of Fame. <laughs> that was what I thought you were talking about when you texted me about it. I turned out, but it, trivia time. What are all MLB game balls rubbed with before they are used in a game? I know this. I know this. They are they are rubbed specifically with uh, a very a very specific type of dirt from Jersey. Um, the uh, the Delaware Delaware Bay Basin. It's it's uh, South Jersey. I forget the town, the specific town, but it's a South Jersey town that butts up with the uh, the Delaware Bay. There's something about the nutrients in that soil. That they use, but that's what that that's what it is. You are right. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, that's one of our one of our states of you know, our, our Jersey pride. You know, we have football, we have corn, we have cranberries, and we have mud <laughs> and the Sopranos. <laughs> so they started using that because a player named Ray Chapman died on the Cleveland Indians and the players didn't have a good grasp on the glo- on the balls. Mm-hmm. He died from being hit by a pitch. I mean, that was... Um, no, nobody can ever tell you baseball is not a tough sport. Prediction is that as soon as he got hit by a pitch, they the pitchers said, uh-oh, we need to find something that will... Give us something to hold the grass better, and um, they came up with this. They also tried shoe polish, tobacco, and dirt. Question number two: Who hit the hardest hit ball in the Statcast era? Which started in 2015. A. Mike Trout, B. John Carlos San, C. Pete Alonso, or D. Aaron Drudge. Dustin, I'll let you guess first because I think I know the answer to this one too. Um, there's a name that I've heard before in there. Um, can you repeat the names again? Mike Trout, John Carlos San, Pete Alonso, and Aaron Drudge. Uh, I'm going to go with B. You are both right. <laughs> John. Stanton, in 2017, hit a ball at 122.1 miles per hour. <laughs> That's a hard hit baseball. Going back to the, um, the first question. Someone, I was watching a video on the news one day, and the Philly fanatic hit someone in the eye with his hot dog mobile. <laughs> I think I saw that. <laughs> and that, that, that just, right? just, wow. Right, it was like a little, it's like a, 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 a fake gun that shoots hot dogs, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. It's a hot dog cannon. Like Boomer has a post roll cannon. Yeah, right. What are, the, what are the odds? What are the odds? 
So, Dustin, before we let you go today, uh, please tell us, and obviously I was able to find you guys. I was there. I met you in Houston. But if anybody ends up listening to this podcast and they're interested in buying uh, a switch hair from you or you just, you know, perusing your website, because there's so much stuff on there uh, that we didn't talk about today, but so many interesting things that you do, uh, you do sell uh, that would be beneficial to, to people. How do they, how do they find you? How do they reach out? Uh, how, how do they get in touch with Ability Tech? So there are a bunch of different ways you can do this um, through our website um, at abilitytech.org. Um, there's many ways you can this website. Um, we're on Facebook at Ability Tech. Um, you can find a lot of our contact information there. Uh, it's We try to make it as easy as possible to get a hold of us. The name, the link to the website in the description. Awesome. All right. So we are only we are only days away from us starting our Miracle Eagle Mercer County 2022 programs, and that means one thing: practice those swings and get better. At, so sign up, and then. Um, when do you do that? You have to, if you're brand new, you will get a uniform and a hat, which I think is really cool. And um, you stepped up our game with the hats this year, right? You got you got the dry fit Nike gear. It been so long. I wanted to get you guys good stuff. Are we doing that again this year? I hope so. If I don't break the bank with it, but. As long as we keep raising money the way we're doing, we'll, we'll buy you guys the best material, the best, uh, the best gear, the best uh, uh, bats and equipment. So we are doing the bats for our new players? Uh, we will be eventually, yes. We still have a lot of baseball bats from Xylo Bat, which is also, by the way, really awesome. Uh, I'll just mention this before we go. I know – you know, uh, uh, Dustin's worked very closely with Leland, and uh, even a lot of your demonstrations, you use Xylobat, and you attach it to the, your uh, your uh, switch hitter device to use, which is really cool. Yeah, so uh, it's actually really good because um, with every purchase, and you'll be getting a thing when I mail it to you, but with every purchase of a switch hitter, you get a percentage off on your xylo bat if you choose to purchase the xylo bat to go along with it there you go how about that harrison we're, we can get more bats now at a discount <laughs> there you go switch yeah, so we, have, xylo bats. we only have one switch hitter and we need a xylo bat for every player so that's <laughs> yeah, well, we spent a couple thousand dollars on them <laughs> <laughs> you like one bat there's still like 35 players that I'm still sitting on bats in the in the Miracle League shed that have to get out to them. They just, you know, we didn't get a chance to see everybody yet uh, coming back. So I may have to start making some uh, some deliveries again. We'll have a Miracle League Prime instead of Amazon Prime. There you go. I like that. <laughs> um, are we? And I have an idea. Not that this will happen again, but. If we do do those birthday pizza deliveries again, along with those pizza kits, 
they also get a free pass to come on the podcast. Hey, why not? The only thing I'll say to that, Harrison, is I hope we don't have to go back and do all those uh, pizza deliveries because that, that means going backwards with COVID again. <laughs> we we could still do them for fun, though. Uh, we could. You're, you're right. We could absolutely do that. So maybe we got to talk to our friend Pasquale over at Brothers Pizza. We'll do a pizza kit and then uh, a, a pass to get on the Baseball Brain podcast. And um, again, I can. I'll send you that form so we can um, restart up those player spotlights. We are back, and we can't wait to your experience. I was also thinking, of we we have a player spotlight. We also need a coach and volunteers spotlights up. So I will come up with that. There you go, Miracle League Nation. Reach out to Harrison if you're a player, you're a coach. You're a volunteer. We want to spotlight you. All right. And that's it. See you guys next week. We are only weeks away from beginning and stepping on that miracle. Baseball is great and I want to play it so much. But it's hard for me. Sometimes it can be too tough. Anything just to come up to the plate and swing. Then I heard about a really cool thing coming to our town. They're gonna build a field so kids like me can get around. Everybody's pitching in. sight to see we got it all under the lights I'm a star tonight looks like I'm living the dream cause I'm playing on the miracle league I'm playing baseball it's a sight to see Stop!